listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. He said, I'm a Rottweiler, and I'm from the Rottweiler yeah. house, the Rottweiler yours. Yeah. Really? Get smacked silly. You get smacked silly. Fucking with these niggas from the. What you doing? When you ready? Shit, I was born ready. And I was already on fish and spaghetti. Creep with the culture. Rap like a culture. Attack like a vulture. See when the soldier said I get you. Where did you get you? Got 13 inches. I see the big picture. If it's to get richer, I probably get richer. If not, burn it. Be hot like a furnace. Shoot the video. Motherfuck city permits. We own the city. On the phone with Diddy. Rap on pretty. When she get aroused like the sucker on titty. Put it in the video. You wanna holler? Got the follow, nigga. Here we go. Get your ticket. The train don't miss it. Won't reach out, and you better won't visit. Till my whole wardrobe is listen. Listen. Make this money. Take this money. Ain't no way you can take this money. Ain't shit funny. Shake it, honey. Take it, money. Now let's get it. Creep with your peeking. Throw my shit, sweet, no snow eagle. Front but you looking. Once I throw the hook, you proceed to get cooking with the game. When the soldiers since you came, throw the hook. Why big Lincoln? Watch him God on the side for the stinker. Watch task force, task force, look marble. It's a big chance, big pants, Mike Barker. With my man's Mike Barker. Better learn quick, cause my click don't bother. You ain't my fool, who are you? Beat it. Before we take off, make sure you're all seated. The billboard, read it. We, we, we. Make this money, take this money. Ain't no way you can take this from me. Ain't shit funny, shake it, honey. Take it, money. Now let's get it. So controller, rap by your toller. Kids hate me when they older. I put cracks by the stroller. I'm registered voter, motherfucker quota. Give me some bacon soda and a quota. Better go straight about the water. I'ma break the game. I testified, my mama cried, black people died when the other man lied. See the TV, listen to the double trouble. I'm overhauling, I'm coming from the lower level. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back in the house for another episode, uh, second annual Father's Day episode. Yes, sir. Um, and of course, we got my dad in the house. Say what's up to everybody, what's dad. What's up, what's up, everybody? Um, and uh, it's... It was. I looked on Twitter this morning when I woke up, and it was pretty bitter on the streets, man. I know everybody's angry. Yeah, a lot of be a father to your child, man. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot of anger out here. Yeah, <laughs> not happy this morning. Glad I'm inside. Yeah, dag, man. I ain't know people ruining other people's Father's Day. Like that was. That's like if uh, somebody had a birthday or something, and then everybody on Twitter just decided, like, man, f your birthday, man. I don't care about that. <laughs> You ain't doing nothing but get a year closer to dying, fool. I know, right? Um, Alright, but uh, if you're listening to this, then you should already know. But this is the Black Guy Tips. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic. And if you put the Black Guy into Google, we should be the first thing that comes up. Yes. Behind so, the Black Guy on Hayana. No, before the Black Guy on Hayana. Oh, I'm sorry. Before. After us is the Black Guy who dies first in movies. And oh. And I think the Black Guy on Oh, we talked about that before. He yeah. normally does die first. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they watch X Men First Class. Yes. But um, yeah. So uh, we, you know, you can find us that way. We're also on Stitcher Radio, which is an app you can download for your phone and then search for the Blackout Tips. And you can stream every episode, I believe. Um, we're on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That as in D A T. 
And of course, you can go to theblackoutist.com where we have our own uh, website. We have forums where you can go in there and communicate with us. We have all kinds of uh, blog posts so you can read the funny blog posts that we have. Um, and we also, you can also donate to the show. You can either do recurring donations or one-time donations. However you feel uh, free to uh, contribute to the show. We always appreciate the people who do that. Uh, if you want to email the show, it's theblackouttips at gmail.com. And you can call us and leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. We respond to voicemails on Saturday mornings when we do our feedback show. Yep, yep. Uh, as always, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. That's right. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, we also have a sponsor for this podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the audio play Bad News. Bad News is... <laughs> Bad, I've listened to this one already. It's pretty funny. Um, bad. The bad news is that Charles is madly in love with the woman who works for him, and uh, the woman he can't. She's about to leave the company, or at least that's what she says. But he can't risk her quitting because she brings in the most money, more than all the other sales staff put together. Wow. But the bad news is that she's engaged to a douche. Oh. Yes. And so now he's, you know, he wants to confess his feelings, but he can't. And he keeps finding out how douchey this dude is, so it makes him, even, you know, want to even more. And there's another employee who's involved who's just trying to keep her job, so she just don't want her boss to, you know, admit his feelings. So there's a lot of stuff. I think they should change the name of it to White Man Problems, because <laughs> that is not that is not that bad a dilemma. No, nothing I've ever experienced. But um, it's only 99 cents. It can be found at shadowdollproductions.com. And I put a link to it on our website. So just go look up the sponsor on the Blackout Tips. Um, all right. Y'all ready to get into some podcasting? Yes, sir. All right. We had a couple questions for my dad from fans of the show. Um, one guy asked last night, do you have any advice for a new father? Um, I actually have a friend who just had a baby yesterday, actually. Um, a baby boy. My advice would be spend as much time as you can with the young young man while he's young and understand that he's probably not even going to recognize you in the house because mama got all the breast milk. <laughs> Until he probably hits about five or six years old and he realizes, hey man, daddy got some fun stuff he does too. So hang in there. Early, yeah, it's- early years are best. Now, um, we, like, used to, we used to go fishing and stuff like that and uh, uh, go... Uh, you know, I go watch. Well, I mostly watch y'all play basketball because I had asthma until I was like 15 or so. Yeah. But uh, you know, like the dads kind of get the short end of the stick because most of the time it's like you just drag the kid along the stuff you was already gonna do anyway. That's right. So you just messing up the fun. Dribble that ball. Yeah. Like moms invent entire things to do That's with right. kids. Like, oh, let's go have our kids and do this and that. Like, dads are like, oh man, let's go to the bar. But damn, I can't drink now. Plus, mom, mom take about to eat uh, ice cream. Dads don't even think about stuff like that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, everything, we, a lot of stuff we did had, like, purposes behind it, like chores and stuff. Yeah. It's like, we need to get a lawnmower. Come on, me and buy this lawnmower. Yeah, no, right. We're going to the <laughs> store. Yeah. Remember I almost passed out when we went to get to, you went to uh, buy that lawnmower? Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> don't you drink no water. <laughs> um, man. Uh, Pope Snoggenheim from Twitter asked you, uh, were you afraid, I, me, Rod, that I would marry a white woman? No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the first child is always, like Bill Cosby said, the first child is always bliss. 
that second child you come out, you be thinking like, well, we done made the devil. <laughs> I guess we better stop now. <laughs> I never, I never thought about that. But you know, the way I am, it's like whoever you love is who I love. You know right. What I'm so. Yeah, I don't even know that that's something to be afraid of. Although I, for a while, I did have a lot of white girls that like me. I was nervous. But, but Karen is a. You know, she's got an ersatz white girl. You know? <laughs> I am deep inside. I don't fight and I lock Roger got the collar and homeless people come around. Uh, you know, she, she speaks well. She don't use that vernacular, you know. Yeah, I, I remember uh, when uh, I was in junior high, I used to wear uh, these, sometimes I wear a tie and a shirt to, to school. I remember. And, uh, I, and it was mostly because like other kids, they were like, Triple fat goose starter jackets. I was like, my dad ain't about to buy that no, shit. No, and that's how you get robbed. If you <laughs> right. <stop. laughs> yeah, so I knew I wasn't gonna be. I was like, why well, wear something that distinguish me, but it'll just look like I'm different rather than right. I can't afford the shit that they got. To them white girls, you look like a future. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and when nobody else worried about that in eighth grade. I couldn't keep them off me for a while. CEO, CEO. Hey, four oh one K in your future son. Come here. Yeah. I was too <laughs> much. My daddy told me about that. I was too much of a nerd to know what to do with a white girl, black girl, any girl at the time. I was, so I'm just trying to go to computer class, lady. lady get away from me. Calm down. Um, then uh, also, man, I remember, and this isn't a question from them, but I remember y'all bought me a Dukes of Hazard cake when I was a kid, right? Yeah, because you were into that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I, I was one like that's that's love. You used to watch the show, man. You used to sit in there. You used to sit in front of the show with your cowboy boots on, and your cowboy hat, your cowboy shirt, and the show would come on. First thing, the music would come on. You'd sing a lot of women talking about just a good old boy. <laughs> <laughs> trying to have that tremor in your voice. Who's the hazard, man? That was my uh, that was my jam back in the day. I I grew up. I realized how racist they were. I was like, dang, I was supporting. But I'm gonna tell you, you told me one time. You told me you said you wanted a Deuce of Hazard bed. And I said, What the hell? You take my man. I said, The bed we buy you. You better take that when you move out. How you gonna be looking moving into your new apartment with a damn Deuce of Hazard bed? <laughs> I see what I'm here by the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the Deuce of Hazard, too, like for people uh, that don't know, they used to have a big Confederate flag mm-hmm. on the top of the car. Oh, that's what the, yeah. the big white dude with the. Yeah, the Hall. Yes, yeah, yeah. and that's where the day Dukes suit. came from, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Daisy yeah. Dukes. And yeah. years later, black people adopted Daisy Dukes and right. did it way better. Yeah, there you go. I went back and looked down. I was like, she didn't have no ass. Why she did she even wear those? <laughs> like straight up and down. Yeah. I don't feel like a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I did wonder about uh, that cake, though. Like, did, when y'all went to buy it, did they, what, did, what did they say, man? Yeah, they, they, like, well, they were real popular. Back in the day, you know, you go to the store, and that's what kids wanted. You know, they watched. Well, you know how kids are, I man. Kids don't have that same uh, prejudice or uh, whatever, that social pressure, you know. They're like, just give me a... Deuce has a cake, put a Confederate flag on the top. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he said, what about Martin Luther King? Who? I don't know about yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I about him. Yeah. yeah, I wanted the candles on it to be in the shape of a burning cross and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> you got another cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Herman Cain's cake when he was a kid. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, Alright, man. And then, uh, but so when y'all bought it though, they didn't, like, the cake people didn't say anything? Like, nah, the black people coming and getting the cake. Nah, yeah, because I thought that would be awkward. We went to, uh, I think we got it from Crispy Kroger's. Oh, okay. Oh, they still exist, they just yeah, don't exist. They still don't have all of them. 
<laughs> was it the black Kroger's that had to like blow the dust yeah, off right. the cake? Like, oh man, we ain't never thought we'd get rid of this one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we might have to order that from another store. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want this one. It's been in there for three years. Um, all right, and then somebody asked, uh, what's the difference between, I think it was uh, Terrence Brown. He asked, what's the difference between parents today and parents back in the day, specifically referring to the whole idea of being your kid's friend uh, when it comes to being a parent? Oh, wow, that's a good question. I don't really know. That's a good question. And just speaking from my own experience, <clears throat> you know, I was, uh, I'm a funny person. I like to laugh and stuff like that. So I always try to relate to my kids in that regard. But I know some people even today, even like last week, some people to the house, and um, the father, the little girl told me, I said, I was playing with Layla, you know, my granddaughter, and the little girl playing with the little dolls and stuff, and because uh, they're my guests. But she said, the little girl stopped and said, you know, my daddy don't play with me. I mean, he don't play. And I said, well, you know, sometimes, you know, parents don't get out in the floor and play. She said, no, nah, you understand. My daddy don't play. <laughs> <laughs> She's he like, will knock you out. She's like, like six years old. I was like, well, okay then. <laughs> so, I've met him before, and he's a he's pretty straightforward, stern. Don't make eye contact, growl a little bit. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I can understand what you're doing. But yeah, I, I think uh, being people's friends, it depends on what you mean. Cause like, mm-hmm. there's a, I think a lot of parents should be their kid's friend to an extent. I mean, cause this is the person you want to come to you and talk to you about sex, drugs. That's right. Like important life changing decisions. That's right. And uh, there's a lot of parents that go the other route and they're just mean disciplinarians all yeah. the time. Right. And then yeah. the kid, you know, the kid out there learning stuff from bad kids. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but at the same time, I guess if you take it to the other extreme, you shouldn't be like smoking weed and drinking right, with your yeah, kid. Right. No, it's a, uh, to me, it's a balancing act. And, That's right. And I don't have any children, but from just watching other people, when children are very small, that's when they require the most amount of attention and that's when most parents don't want to be bothered with them you know when they come around and let's play let's run let's go to junkyard dog let's do this and you're like oh here we go again oh here we go again you know instead of understanding that in their mind they remember when you're not there that's right now what you say let's go junkyard dog yes they they got like uh it's like a chuck e cheese type thing a monkey like a monkey joe yeah it's called junkyard dog and when children are small, they want you to spend that time with them. And if you spend that time with them, as children get older, naturally, they're going to want to push away because all of a sudden parents become uncool. Parents are, uh, to a child, a parent is just almost in the way of them yeah. trying to figure out who they are. But if a child sits back when they're 10, 11, and 12 and remember all the good times, that's what they're going to remember when incidents happen in their lives and they come to you. You as a parent cannot tell a child, come to me for anything. And then when they really come to you right. for anything, you backlash on right. them. Or I either, yeah, you're beating them up, you're making them feel bad for things that are natural to them. Um, and for some reason, girls get the harder end of the stick. When it comes mm-hmm. to that, you know, a dude is like, hey, what's up? You know, he go, he's a condom. When it's girls, it's like, you know, all of a sudden you're a hoe, you're a slut, and all this other stuff versus just in allowing her to embrace who she is right. and letting her know that that's normal. And when you when you do that one good time, a child will never come to you again. Yeah, well, what's, like, we also, um, 
Like, I remember I had, uh, well, they weren't my friends, but they were, like, the only white family on the block, the Chucky and them dudes. Mm-hmm. And I remember we went to their house. Me and my brother, we were playing basketball all over their yeah. house one day. Name like Chuck. And they were out there just straight cussing, cussing their parents know, right? out. I was like, well, what can y'all do this at? Like, yeah. I was, like, as soon as he started cursing, I expected his daddy to come out the house and just kill him. Like, he was like, fuck dad, I'm trying. I was like, what? <laughs> so you can't say that, man. What are you doing? Like, man, I'm going home, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and Rodney tried to leave, for real. We tried to leave. Yeah, we was like, hey, like, man. This ain't going to end well. But yeah. Start shooting, though, I ain't yeah. trying to be here for this. <laughs> Whatever. I don't want to be a witness. Right. But yeah, man. So I guess, but some parents have that kind of relationship, but it's weird to me. Yeah, it's, just, it's a hard uh, balancing act because you, you have to be able to let them know I'm here for you. But you also got to be able to let them know if you do some shit I disapprove of. Yeah. I'm gonna right. step in too. Snatch a knot in your ass. Yeah. Right now, yeah. now, um, NBA, now I, as an NBA fan, my dad, you I, you like the NBA back in the day. I got theories on the NBA. Well, you said I used to look like Luke Ron Harper. Yeah, you used to look like Ron Harper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek Harper. Yeah, Derek, Derek Harper. Yeah, yeah Derek. shoot like Derek Harper. Um, now, uh, I, people, this happens a lot lately, especially in sports. So when people say the NBA was a lot better. Back in the day, from like, uh, and then, uh, you know, they cite things like uh, expansion. There's more teams now, so the talent is diluted to their, you know, in their opinion. Uh, They were hand-checking back in the day and all this. I think all that's BS. I think the NBA is better now than it's ever been, and I I think players are better now. I agree 100%. I think they have better nutrition programs, better uh, workout programs. Better uh, if you get injured, recovery, the medicine, the technology there. And the other thing is, the market is much larger now. I think the, the, the downside of it is become more of a business. Right. Before it was people played, it was fun, the players didn't make that much money. But I'm actually glad to see it become more of a business, mainly because most of the players and people involved in uh, entertainment at that level are African Americans. And I like to see them make that money. You know? Right. Yeah. As much money as you can. I, I don't hate LeBron. Get the money. I, I mean, I like it, you know, some things about it, but right. get the money, get the money. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, and the thing is, I was going to say, uh, one, people always cite expansion as a bad thing, but more people like basketball now. More people. So, like, the impact of a Michael Jordan meant that, you know, a Kobe Bryant picked up the basketball, T-Mac picked up the basketball. Like, all these dudes picked up basketballs that might not have back in the day, so... The natural progression of the sport is to expand, even with the same talent level. The other thing is, we didn't have like NBA League Pass, uh, ESPN That's wasn't right. showing That's games, right. NBA, TNT. Watch old games, you know. Watch yeah. it over and over if you want to, you know. So, so when you see an old game back in the day, it was normally on Sunday on right. NBC, right. and you got to see two of it, it, maybe four or five, depending on how many people were playing. But you only got to see, like, six teams play year-round. It's like, oh, look, the Knicks are playing the Bulls, the Rockets are playing the Spurs. Next week, the Knicks are playing the Spurs, the Rockets are playing the Bulls. And if you live in a certain area, like here, I used to watch the Washington Bullets and the Atlanta Hawks. Those were the teams, because we didn't have any other teams. They had those games on all the time. Now you turn on, you got... Late night, you got Golden State, but if, and if you've got another level, like you mentioned, the NBA Pass, right, you can get like anything. You know? And I, I think because people are being exposed to that kind of to so much basketball now, you you get to see like the Bucks play That's the right. Clippers, yeah. and you like, man, yeah. NBA sucks now. That's right. Yeah, because you never would have seen that game right. ten years ago. You know, That's true. So I think uh, people at that, and then uh, I think the hand checking thing is a little overrated too. I mean, I, I do think the hand checking can make it tougher to score. 
But, like, I don't know if people remember this, but Michael Jordan used to go to the free throw line a lot. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, you can handshake Michael Jordan. No, there was like two or three teams that the NBA let get away with beating up Michael Jordan. You don't average 38 points. <laughs> for your career. Yeah, yeah. Like it's hard to get the 38 without going to that free throw line. That's right. Like they, I think they think that uh, Michael Jordan averaged like 80 now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the ghost of Michael Jordan has become way better than Michael Jordan that I watched as a kid. Even though he is the best player I've ever seen, I think his the idea of Michael Jordan, especially when any player doesn't live up to expectation these days has become way more stronger than Michael Jordan was. Oh, he would have uh, took the Cleveland Cavaliers know, right? to the championship. Yeah, like, have you yeah, seen the right. niggas on this team? <laughs> yes. Who's gonna they the got the number one draft pick for a reason. Yeah, LeBron is playing with, like, dudes I know. I know. You know what I mean? He's playing the Wild with me last week. Yeah. Oh, Mo Williams from uh, the Dow YMCA. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. But i tell you one thing about the handshaking, though. It, it has, uh, I think what they're trying to do is implement rules to protect the players. And the hand checking is probably has gone a little bit. The penalty has gone a little bit too far. Right. So now they're trying to. It's some money. Like I said, it's become more like a business. Right. So now if you put your hands on somebody, it's like, no, nah, man, you might be out for a season. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. You got to get that shit. It is a lot of money. Yeah. Like, every time. Because uh, people, you know, a lot of people, uh, they uh, watched Miami Heat this year because the decision and they were the bad guys. They were the guys to root against. But every time, potentially, one of them hits the floor after a foul or whatever. That is a hundred million dollars hitting the floor yeah, every time. Yes, <laughs> and, and that's why they should protect the players. Yeah. Because what people better realize, the player is an investment to the owner. I don't think people understand that. Yeah. That's like you at your job. You are an investment to your right. employer, and they want you to perform to the best of their capability. They don't want you out sick. They don't want you that's taking right. sick days. They don't want you taking work leave. Yeah. None of that, because you know what? Ticket sales will plummet. Yeah, I would say it's even bigger investment to the fans. Yep. Yes, it is. I don't want to watch. I don't know who these people are that are like, man, they should let them beat up LeBron James. I don't want to watch that. No, and I will, <laughs> and I would be highly upset if I bought a ticket to the Heat game and to come to Charlotte, yeah. and he's not there. I'm yep. going to be angry. Yeah, I always wonder, have these people ever bought a ticket to something and went, wait a minute. This dude isn't playing because I bought tickets. That's what for, yeah. Yeah, and I, I bought tickets. Very angry. Yeah, you're like, wait, Michael Jordan taking the day off. He's sitting there with street clothes on. Like, y'all go ahead on. Y'all got this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't want to hear the, uh, the beat em up rules, man. Um. All right, so I had some random thoughts, too, man. Uh, last week on the Morning Jones' radio show that sports radio show that we listen to every day, mm-hmm. um, they were talking about tequila. And people, different people were talking about drinking yes. tequila. Yeah, everybody had their own story and stuff. Um, no, is there any story about tequila that ends positively? No, I've never had so. it, and I don't want no. Like nobody's like, I would have never passed that SAT I know, if I had to drink that tequila. <laughs> it's good, it's smooth, you know. But man, it was. Yeah. I've always heard I woke up in the ditch I know, right? I woke up yeah, beside no, a girl I didn't know or <laughs> next thing I know they were robbing me yeah. nobody ever says I woke up in law school I know right <laughs> they, they said that tequila <laughs> like, I'm not sure why people keep drinking this drink I know right but, uh, I remember one time I was at uh, my friend's party um, my white friend this is when I first got my white friend okay. so it was early in this experience he was about 4 years old and, uh, I mean, yeah, yes. <laughs> It was uh, right after the, the RNC. We had just finished. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Bill O'Reilly, 
But um, Tricky dick. They were sitting, they were sitting around and they were drinking. They were like, hey, let's do some tequila. And I had heard about it, but I didn't know much about it. I was like, all right, that's cool, man. Whatever. And uh, we were drinking it. And it wasn't me that was out of control, but uh, one of my friends, we don't hang out anymore, but this dude, he was dating a chick at the time who he started dating her at work. And he worked for her husband. Oh, yes, man. that's right. He so started were, dating her at work and was working for her husband. Yeah, so they were having okay. an affair, right? They had an affair. She left her husband for this dude. Wow. Yeah, she left her husband for this dude, and now they was together, you know. And um, and they had all kinds of weird issues. Like her and her ex-husband were still friends, and I don't mean that. Like I don't know if they were having sex or not. But like one time she went on a trip to see him in Florida and left the dude here, like yeah. just weird stuff. I was like, man, y'all must be uh, here. left the, left the, the new left boyfriend the here. here and then went to Florida just for like a week. She got a lie. They might not even have been divorced. Well, no, they got divorced because now they're married. Uh, okay. The new chick, the new guy, her. This, but um, this sounds like a real, real, real good reason to blame it on the act. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol, yes, sir. So, um, so I'm, sit- I'm sitting there and um, she's uh, she's drinking and she's talking and this is like the tequila. She's talking about football and stuff and uh, she had real big boobs, like huge, they're ridiculous. Which is probably why he got with her. Like he, yeah. he looked past everything. He was like, "Oh, the titties, I can't take it." You got a husband, I don't care. Forget it. Forget it. I lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so she's talking to me, and she's one of those people that they start. And I don't know why she picked me to talk to because I wasn't really talking to any. I was just you just talking to everybody. Stared at them titties. You right. know, this, she just started talking to. Yeah, them. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I know, right? Like yeah, I, she can't cause, avoid them because like her, her, her new boyfriend is sitting across the table from me. And then she's uh, leaning over to me, talking, titties rubbing on my arm, just looking at him in the eyes the whole time. Like, you know you want to look. Go ahead and look. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at him like, come get your girl, man. I know, right? Come get your girl. How you turn off, man? Yeah, but, but, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe tequila has a stronger effect on women or something, but I, I was just looking at the dude like, man, this is awkward. And after that, I'm, I'm done with tequila. I, I've never drank it again. I don't, I don't want to be around people when they start drinking it. It was too awkward. I, he was looking over there like he wanted to say something, but he couldn't because he had no control. Oh, okay. So I just felt bad for the dude, man. Um, That's the love, man. Yeah. Man, I can't say ah. that. She got the big titties. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looking at me like I'm wrong. I'm like, we ain't never going to be cool after this, are we? Hey, uh, um, so uh, uh, there's a email going around my job about charity donations. And it was something like, oh, you know, join the cause to support the fight against cancer. And then in caps lock, they had, for kids, with like three exclamation points. And all I could think was like, the economy must be real fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like, they gotta gotta throw kids on there. Yeah, because they're like, cancel for crypto. I ain't giving you a dollar. Yeah, like I don't, like when people must not be donating too much to charity mm-hmm. now that they get the time is bad. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, because yeah, that charity gonna be given to some of your coworkers. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like no. Um, when feminists drive, do they open the door for men? I was wondering. Like I saw a woman driving a dude the other day. I don't know if they were on a date or what. It looked like they were on a date though. Like she was and, in the control. Yeah, she hopped in the car and then she like put the roof down and stuff. I was like, I don't, I don't know if baby was her car. But um, you know, I was just wondering, you know, we have a lot of women that are like, I'm a feminist, 
I do anything a man does. So like, do feminists like ask dudes out on dates? Do they open the door for them? At the, you know, do they pull out their seat for them? Uh, 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 you ever open up a door for a lady uh, and she gives you that evil look like, hey, I could have done that. I don't need your help. Yeah, exactly. I have a man, wait, excuse me. That's man. why I close the door for all of them. Right. <laughs> I'm shocked because a lot of times when people that the door slam in your face, you got to have a handful of stuff. They don't care. Not me. I just See, I don't believe that. Women just notice when you don't do it. That's all. Because y'all so used to everybody doing it is when it don't happen, y'all be like, oh, see, this is why the world is. No, no. And a lot of people have done that. That's why a lot of times I just push the door, then you end up popping me up inside the head with the door, trying to open up the door because I'm so used to opening it up for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've just seen it. Uh, I've Dudes, since I've seen it, dudes normally open the door for women. And I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't. I really don't care. But, like, I've seen it the other way, too. Where, like, you don't open the door. Like, say somebody's, like, 20 feet behind you in that awkward, like, should I wait on this person and be late yeah. for my elevator and getting to work on time? Or should I just let the door close? And you do that little half-ass, like, put, you give the door an extra push, mm-hmm. but you don't, but you don't stop. Point. That's right. <laughs> like, hey, if you want to rush, you can get to this on time. Extra step, baby. Get up in them heels, girl. <laughs> so, so, like, um, and then, of course, dudes always open the door for chicks that they want to check out. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. That's the exception. It's like that girl you just talking about. The tequila yeah, girl. like the girl <laughs> with the titties. Oh, hold on, uh, 20 minutes, I'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw you parking uh, a couple know, right? couple hours yeah. ago. I knew you was going to come through. the street. I was going to wait. Uh, but, but okay, so, so like, like the other day I was coming into work and this lady was ahead of me by too far, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not worried about, I'm not going to be late or anything, I don't need her to open the door, but then she stood there with the door and now I got to rush to the damn door, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, dang, just keep going, I, know, right? like, I don't want, I don't need your help, you know, but I don't know, I just, I think, I think dudes open the door a lot for women, especially if they want to check them out, the question is, uh, because it's not always a comp, like, ladies look at it like, oh, he opened the door, that's nice. That's I'm not being gentleman. That's a great point you just made, because I used to work with this lady, and we went downstairs to get coffee, and I held the door, but she went out, and then I went, I got to the elevator, I pushed the button, the elevator door, she went in first, and we got down the first floor, she got out, she went back, and anyway, that whole story, and then she went back to work and said, you know, Rod is so special, he just treats a woman with all this respect. Right. <laughs> But it was all for me. Right. No, you'd have been there for yeah. anybody. Well, I, you know, I would have been a dude. I would say, well, no, well, you know, maybe not. I maybe wouldn't have felt his ass like I did. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just um. Kidding. Yeah, I, I think I hate tow truck jobs. I was thinking about it, man. It cruises, tow- the original cruises. They are the, the, the grim reapers of the of the road. Mm-hmm. Like they're like the buzzers of the road. Like that, they only benefit from human misery. Your car stalls out, right? It's too hot. Your car that that's when the tow truck driver gets paid. Uh, you park in the wrong space. Tow truck driver about to get paid. Repossessions. Like what? There's no good scenario with no one says all oh, good. The tow truck driver's coming. And the tow truck driver is the only person when you see him going around the parking lot. You have to sit and think that I can't make my last right. cop payment. Is right. he coming to quit? When I see the tow truck, man, I don't even get scared. I'm like, mine is paid for. Yeah. You roll off of my stuff, you get sued, son. A yellow line. I had my car towed from a parking lot downtown. A lady, I just started parking there. A lady gave me a rope down. You park in space 115 or 215. I park in 215. I came back out after work. My vehicle was gone. The little t- ticket she gave me was still in my vehicle. 
The guy said he looked in there, he saw, but he was like, hey, she told me to tell him. So I had to go down there and pick my vehicle up, and there's a ticket in there. And then, of course, the lady apologized and said, I meant to say 115 or 315 or something like that. But the guy was like, no mercy. He didn't even ask. Because he gets that 85 off, no matter what. He saw that ticket, he saw it something wasn't right. He was like, yeah. Did you have to pay to get your car? No. I called the manager of the joint. Of the uh, parking place, and he gave me a ride down to get my car up. They were all apologetic and everything. Because they, they scoop your car up and then bring it up like this without parking it into the wall. Right. They kind of lift like a forklift, lift it up, bring it up from the side. And uh, I was concerned that they might have damaged my mufflers or something because they have to go up under there, but they, they know how to do that. Oh, remember that time that I sprayed water in the back of the car? Uh, Honda. <laughs> like I, my dad, I was cleaning his car, and uh, he had just got a new Honda Accord, and um, I was cleaning it. I don't remember if I didn't want to clean it, if I just, cause I don't, I don't. It wasn't malicious. Whatever it was, it was like, cause I, I'm, I wasn't that type of kid to be like, oh, you want me to clean the hot car? Right, I'm gonna show you. Like it wasn't that. I think I was just experimenting. Like I wonder if I put water in the back of the exhaust. Oh, when he cranks it up with water shoot out, like right. in my brain, that's what happened. Like TV, this is a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> We're going in the mall. Like I'm picturing bubbles and shit shooting out the back of the car. Like it's going to be fun. No. And uh, my dad caught me doing that. And uh, I think my mom saved my life that day. Because yeah, he lied to me. I said, did you put water in? I saw him. He just standing up, bleed down, looking like, I'm going to fill this damn thing up. <laughs> like gasoline? <laughs> yeah. And I, I came up because it was damaging engine because the exhaust can't come out. So oh. I said, I mean, it can cause you to lose your compression build up at the end. Boom, the engine starts. I came out and said, Ronnie, did you put water in there? Because then if I know, then I can maybe punch a hole in the muffler and the water drain out or something. So I said, oh, they do it. <laughs> I, I looked at the, the, the anger on the, on his face, and I knew the correct answer was no. Live, live another day to fight this battle. I do not say yes. That's a, that's a stupid answer. Like, he already knows the answer, but me blatantly saying yes to his face. I'm a lawyer. Yeah, I was like, where's I my mom? I know, right? <laughs> well, I like my mom to represent me. <laughs> she did, man. She came out there. She said, because I was doing, because I was mad because you was lying. I was doing, Argh. she said, leave him alone. I was you. Mainly because you're mad. I said, right. Yeah, she's right. But yeah, I, that was scary, man. Um, Your mom was a pretty good dad, so you gotta tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this I heard this story last week in Vancouver after they lost a uh, hockey game. There was riots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost like game seven, I think it was. Oh, yeah, it was not happy. One person died. 150 people were injured. Um, I think only nine cops were injured. The cops be winning, man. Yes, cops, cops be winning them battles. Y'all go ahead on. We're going to stand here y'all kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the cops just come in and get theirs. Like, it's like a one, one of y'all for every, like, That's 15 right. of us or whatever, you That's know? That's right. But, um, yeah, so so now the new theory that the Canadians are saying is, no, 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 no. Our fans would never act like that. <laughs> what it is, a group of anarchists <laughs> put on Vancouver jerseys. <laughs> Went into the streets and started riding and blowing up stuff. I don't believe that. Some terrorists. Some phenomenal terrorists. They threw a big party and told everybody to come down there. And when they lost, they were angry. Yeah, Is what, it? Mm-hmm. Tequila, baby. That's that, <laughs> it was that tequila. <laughs> there was, now, there was one couple laying in the street making out. So maybe it was that tequila. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it. Now, um, the thing is, though, that I was thinking is, is there anything more ironic than... 
anarchists organizing to do something. Like, aren't, anarch aren't anarchists supposed to be against all organized forms of everything? Don't so, they like, have better things to be plotting against? Yeah, it's already really ironic that anarchists have a symbol. <laughs> like, like, did y'all all agree or did y'all all agree or disagree? Like, how did that work out? <laughs> But we like, got what is drink for y'all, King? Yeah, like I want to see an itinerary for an anarchist meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Minutes. Yeah, benediction, uh, ten, fifteen, or whenever. Yeah, there you if go, we yeah. feel like it. <laughs> 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 um, so uh, obviously, um, I don't, I don't do drugs, right? Mm -mm. Everybody knows that. Other than alcohol and prescription drugs or stuff that your doctor tells you to do. I need high people to stop recommending me stuff. <laughs> yeah, they recommend some of the worst stuff. Sometimes on Twitter, like I'll be like, "Oh man, I'm gonna watch this movie." It's like, "Oh, if you like that, you'll like this." Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, "Oh man, that sucked." Oh man, I was high when I watched it. Oh. Tell me for you, know. you recommended it. Say yeah, I, I need to know. Like, I think from now on, I want references when people do any type, any type of <laughs> argument online, any sort of. Uh, like, I want to watch this or that. Uh, any suggestion. I want references from now on. I need to know not only what, why you like it, but what, what was going on in your life at the time. Yeah. You're like, oh, this album was the greatest album ever. Why do you think that? You know? Oh, it's because uh, Obama had just got elected. Uh, my, my mom uh, had just uh, got married for the second time. And, uh, my child was born. Like, well, that, that, that album sucks. Yes. I need more, man. Um, the last thing I was watching um, Transformers mm -hmm. this uh, this morning. I've been watching Transformers. Man, I've been watching Transformers for years since I was a kid. I like the new Transformers. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of a cartoon. It's like one of those uh, animated 3D, like okay. you know, spent the money type cartoon. Oh, okay. But um, this this I was watching this cartoon and Starscream has been working for Megatron forever. Like every, every cartoon, Megatron is the big badass. Starscream is his underling, and Starscream hates Megatron. He absolutely despises this dude and wants to be the boss, right? Mm -hmm. Is Megatron hard of hearing? Like I'm, <laughs> I, I gotta question his leadership abilities. Just hearing ain't keeping this dude around, like, like I know, right? Like Megatron would be like. You just do what I say, Starscream. Right. I'm the boss. And then Starscream would be like, of course. And then as soon as he turns around, he's like, for now. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Until I kill you. Yeah. The Transformers, we will take down the Autobots. Of course we will. Under my leadership. Do you turn your ass around? <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, Megatron never once just turned around. Like, just once the Transformers would crack me up and just one time he turned around and said, Nigga, what you say? What you say, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to you all this time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard you this time. Alright, man. Now we got some articles, man. Let's get into that. Um, uh, we got we had a bunch of ratchetness happen in the news. Uh, we like to get everybody's paying in the room on it. Um, Alright, so rather than swimming in a pool of cool, crisp water... Brian Dyer is swimming in a pool of regret. Uh-oh. Yeah, what could have happened? Yes. As a homeowner, you feel violated because you're thinking, uh, are people doing the right thing, he said. When contractors went to work in the backyard of his Oak Run home, they didn't just dig up dirt, but trash and a lot of it. Uh-oh. It's just a sick feeling in the pit of your stomach 
to see what they're bringing up with each scoop. Dyer says the contractors try, tried to dig into three different areas in the backyard and each time came up with more trash. Oh my god, what is he on the landfill? Serious. Uh, we found several tires oh, yeah. that appear to be uh, what appears to be washing tubs, trash, debris, metal parts. We found a lawnmower in the deep hole over there. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said pointing to an 11 foot deep hole. You name it, it seems to be coming up out of that hole. He has no idea how much more trash is under his property, how far it goes, or even worse, if it's under his house. That's what that seems like in it's kind of messed up because uh, if they find out he's like over a landmine and stuff, a lot of times a landfill. Land yeah, he's over a landmine. I think we all. Know. Okay. <laughs> a landfill. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times the city will come in and tell tell you that it's uh, you can't stay there and make you move and yeah. won't you pay to clean that crap up. Yeah, this is a weird. Um, this is weird thinking that somebody goes through all that work because you you do go through a lot of work. To do stuff around your house. That's right. Yeah. And you start. Dude. You're like, I'm gonna put in a pool, something nice and luxurious, and you find out now you live on trash. Uh-huh. Like, what do you do with that, man? Do you move? Can you move? Who would buy that? Now? Nobody would buy that. No. Um, he has no idea how much trash is on his uh, property or what's under his house. Uh, he says we're very fearful at this point. Uh, he says his wife of more than a year had the home built in 2005 by Southern Homes in the Oak Run community. He says the neighborhood sits uh, on top of an old orange grove. I don't think it sits on top of an old orange, orange grove at all, man. Yeah. I think you got some bad news, brother. It's not orange grove must be sitting on top of an old garbage dump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says uh, we found towels all over the place, but we didn't think anything of it. Wow. The builder has denied knowing anything about the trash site. I mean, but what would they say? Yeah, no yeah, we build houses on trash. No one's gonna claim that. No, even if they knew, they're not gonna say they knew. I would just say we're going green. I just, I mean, we the first green home. There you go. Get your own, uh, what's that gas that comes up out of the trash to decompose it? What is it? Uh, methane? Methane gas. Methane. Uh, let's see. Um, his stepson, uh, his stepson says there was no indication the property sat three feet above a dump site. Oh, it's only three, three feet. Wow. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> just put put some shit over it. Just put a little bit over it. That's enough. They <laughs> <laughs> ain't had a nerve to go fifteen to twenty. They just went three feet. Uh, Blaine Shelton, his step. Oh wait, oh, he just we just found out about the place. Blah blah blah. Um, Polk County Planning and Development Department tells ten new builders must go twelve inches below the ground to build a foundation. So it's possible that the builder never knew the trash pile was there. <laughs> I didn't realize you only got to go 12 inches to build a foundation. That's it. That's not very deep at all. No, no that's man. not. Man. Uh, somebody put it here. Somebody knew it was in the ground at the same point. I mean, at some point. Somebody did have to know that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. The city, somebody, they should have said, you can't build here. Uh, yeah, so basically say, uh, somebody illegally dumped this in our backyard and didn't disclose it. Um... Which I think probably happened a lot. Like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people are. Yeah. Uh, we produce a ton of trash in America. Yeah. It's got to go somewhere, and I'm pretty sure everywhere it goes doesn't have a permit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you might not find out till you put the, you know, put the pool in. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh. So yeah, that was crazy, man. Uh, this woman. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to send these links to the chat room. That's my man. Um. Let me send this to these people. Bam. There y'all go. People play that. Um, this is the dumbest type of way to die. This is the dumbest suicide ever. 
Uh-oh. And we talk about a lot of dumb suicides on here. Yes, we do. This is by far the worst. Police in the northern suburbs are blaming a pet exotic snake for the death of one of its owners. Uh-oh. The animal bite is poisonous and almost always fails. Why is this in her house? It's the number one question. Yeah, actually, uh, one of my cousins. Mamba, right? Yeah, yeah. It was Kobe Bryant. Um, oh man. One of one of my um, co- one of my cousins used to have a snake, and that was like the last time I think I've ever been in his right. house. I know so. Like he showed me that snake, and I was like, "Why would you keep this? Is stupid." Yeah, I did some work for a lady that had a boa constrictor in her house, and just the stench. She had two, the stench in that room. And then I, I walked in, and we were painting. Carlos and I went in there and looked in the, in the thing, man. I saw those two snakes laying there. They look all they, they weren't wet, but they just looked wet because the cage right. was dirty. It had uh, stuff on the thing and they smelled bad. And there's like two dead rats laying there. Dang! And she said she just put them in there and they, you know, when the snakes get hungry, they'll eat them, but she just leave them laying there. That's unsanitary, man. Ugh. What? You just leave. So, wait, was this like a snake room? You know, it, was a, it was like a small room about the size of this room. Right. She had a very small uh, apartment near downtown. Boy, very right. Small. And uh, I said it was probably about two-thirds the size of them. Anyway, she just took the rats and put them in there. I said, well, how do you get them to eat them? She said, she'll leave them in there for a few days. If they don't eat them, she gets a car, picks them up, and puts it in a snake's face like that. Just mess with the snake so the snake hits it and the snake will eat it. I'm thinking like, well, what about the smell? Right. She's probably adjusted to it. That's why people that have dogs and cats, they don't understand. Somebody like me walks in and goes, ooh, you got an animal. What do you mean? I can't smell it. Your nose has got adjusted to it. I don't have pets. I don't have little boxes, so I can immediately But how do you adjust the dead rat smell? Like, that's one smell I never want to adjust. No, we don't, but she probably used to, she got to be used to over. She said the snakes would eat about once a month at the time for so they only eat once a month. So, um, yeah, I know snakes get pigs. Um, so, <laughs> so the so the snakes though were they in like a glass case? Yeah, oh, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, but they had holes in the top, and the snakes, you know, was defecating the hole as we say shit. And they right. Were, you know, in the um, cage. cage or the aquarium, and they didn't just go in and she just just didn't go in there and clean it out Ugh. every day. Just leave it in there and then. But I'm just thinking, you gonna have a snake in there? You gotta be like. Snakes just seem like you can't domesticate them. Right? No. Snakes and cats, I don't trust them. Me, yeah. especially cats. Cats are sneaky cats. All I know is I walk on one cat, she say, shh, I know it's time to go. Whatever I'm doing, I just stop that shit because it don't like it. Uh, so, mama's a real, mama's a real, real aggressive anyway. They'll uh, run your ass down. Sixty miles, sixty miles north of New York City, the car in the driveway has a bumper sticker that reads, "The only good snake is a live snake." What? Evidence of I don't believe that. The only good snake is a dead snake. Right. Evidence of an unusual collection of reptiles removed after one of them apparently bit and killed a woman here. Her Alita Snake Stacy was her name. One of the strangest things I've ever dealt with since becoming sheriff of Putnam County, Donald Smith told CBS News, Lou Young. The woman was found in her bedroom by her boyfriend early Tuesday evening. 
the prime suspect is a so-called black mom. Well, she got a boyfriend, so she got a dude coming in there, and she got all them snakes. In yeah, man, that's a pussy is powerful. What kind of dude is that, man? Johnny's powerful. Some dude would make the compromise. It's always a dude. Tip the ass. Yeah. It's always one dude out there that's like, you know what? I will hit that. I know, right? The snake lady? Hey, why not, man? No, thank you. She's nice to me. I know, right? Um... A native, uh, he's a native of Africa, the Black Mamba, and one of 75 snakes that the couple kept in their home under lock and key. 75 snakes? What, they, they got a pen zoo? I know, right? Get all these motherfucking snakes wow. out of this motherfucking house. Oh my gosh, isn't that a law against that? The public was, uh, the problem was the snake's cage padlock had been opened. Snake said, I got the key, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the snake we break it out. It's like, here's, hey, have a bite of this apple. I know, right? I like that bit. <laughs> <laughs> the animal, the animal uh, we're talking about uh, is identified by National Geographic as the fastest That's snake right. in the world. <gasps> and you got this in your house? They'll run you down, man. Yeah, uh, the fastest snake in the world, in the wild, and the second deadliest. Yep. Uh, when you look at the neurotoxin power of this venom, no one familiar with the snake would handle it Casual, casually. And police are looking at the possibility that uh, what happened here wasn't an accident. No, I don't think so. Somebody left that cage open. We can't understand why she didn't call 911 right away and things like that. There's a lot of loose ends. Yeah, she's probably been paralyzed. Yeah, it's like she's dead in a few seconds, man. Mm. 20, 30 seconds. And, uh, I'm gonna at least the mama. Yes. I'd rather deal with the dog lady. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he stepped up from the cat lady, yes. from the snake lady to the cat lady. Um, let's see. Uh, Independent Township man accused of urinating on a boy. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. See, anybody's ready. Oh, we're ready. What's his name? His name is Independent Township police file charges against a township man after a couple accused him of urinating on their sleeping son. Oh, they were asleep. Yeah. yeah. Is it his own son? No, nah, oh, it's a different guy. Okay. Yeah. Kim and Kimberly Tustin and their juvenile son were staying with family uh, friend Gary M. Steinman, uh, 49, in his mobile home. At, oh, well, mobile home. Yep, mobile home. Wow. Okay. Well, at least All we know right. when Tequila. That's why when I go visit people, I always go to a hotel. I'm not staying at your house. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of cheese going on in this mobile home. Of course it is. Got some white people. It wasn't no tequila. It was probably Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Early in the morning of June 5th, uh, the day before my brother's birthday, um, the boy said he awoke to find Simon standing over him, urinating on the boy's oh, face, man. ear, neck, and down his body. Oh, man. Are you... How old was the boy? Uh, five years old. Five is what they said earlier. Yeah. I think that's what they said. Yeah. That's traumatizing. Oh, wait, no, it can't be. They said juvenile son, but then they said, I think it was, they just said June 5th was the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. they don't so I don't know. Age. We don't know his age. But Ju juvenile is like what? Anywhere under 13. Yeah. Damn, dog, what a way to wake up. I know, right? He's pissed off. Oh. Man, that little bomb block, but Police became involved around 11 a.m. when uh, Malovic, traveling through the mobile home park, heard yelling and screaming from Steinman, Steinman's lot and found the Tustins and their son outside the residence with all their belongings and pets. Mm. 
Uh, Steinerman had thrown them out. So he peed on the boy and then threw them out. Damn, they must not have paid the rent or something, baby. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to piss on your son and kick your ass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now give me my damn money. Starman is charged with simple assault, indecent exposure, open lewdness, and harassment. Um, and he's going to have a hearing July 7th. You think he's like, uh, I was just peeing in my own home. I was sleepwalking. Yeah. <laughs> what does this have to do with it? A man can't pee in his own home? No, he can't. How is this lewd? That's child abuse for real. Yes, that is to the fullest. Speaking of child abuse. A 37-year-old mother was arrested Wednesday night in downtown St. Petersburg, Florida after a series of events that police say started out with her drinking with three children in tow and ended with her offering to have sex with, in the public park with two men. And three kids? Well, she had three kids with her. Oh. You know, like some, like some people believe you got to be a kid's friend. So you go out, get drunk, hang out with them at the park, have sex with That's two That's a Brady bunch for real, ain't it? Y'all wait over here. I'll be right back. Uh, Christine Marie King, uh, who also goes by Christine Corbett, was... Well, that's not good. Anytime somebody has two different... Names. Uh, like, your alias is just two last names. Something didn't go right in your life. You're trying, you're trying to get out of jail early. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got the wrong person. <laughs> she was charged with drunken driving, disorderly conduct, three counts of child abuse, and battery on a law enforcement officer. Uh, according to jail records, uh, King was held in jail on $4,850 bail. Uh, I mean, $40,000, sorry. Um, King was with three girls, her daughters, who are ages 12 and 5, and an 11 year old friend of theirs. Wow. Police spokesman Mike Pewitt says King was drinking Chardonnay out of a box. Oh! There you go. Box of wine. There you go. Before I don't I don't trust things that don't come in the correct packaging. I don't drink out of a box of wine. No. I don't want like a bag of milk. No. You know what I mean? Like the bag of cereal. I gra I graduated from bag of cereal. I'm I'm on the boxes now. That's that big, 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 large quantity. Forty pounds of cereal. You like a sack of cheese. Like I like shit that comes the way it's supposed to come packaged. Oh. I don't compromise on that. Um, so she uh, drank Chardonnay out of the box before the four headed to appear in a minivan. So then she drove. Um, then she got there and uh, bought two bottles of Mike Hard's lemonade, Mike's Hard lemonade, and some cigarettes. And at some point, urinated off the side of the pier. Uh, the eleven-year-old told the police. So she peed on the side of the pier, off the side of the pier too. Wow. Oh, she peed. Oh, yeah. she don't have a penis, so oh, she's a good shot. She had to lean off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that's good. This is not good advertising for Mike's Hard Lemonade. No, that's no, not. Right. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Make your woman pee. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all keep us out of this shit. Uh, let's see. At the pier, them people names. A four, the four then got back into the minivan. Oh, she's drunk and pissed. But as yeah, King, she is. But as King drove, she got angry with the children. Oh. Stopped the vehicle and struck the eleven-year-old. Oh, Remember, the eleven-year-old is not her child. Wow. So she hitting other people's kids and shit. Eleven-year-old <laughs> probably said. Why you got to be drinking and driving? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, bitch. Should you be driving this drunk? You just peed on the side of a pier. Uh, don't make me stop this car. <laughs> as, as she was arguing with the children before she stopped the minivan, the vehicle nearly struck a man coming out of a restaurant. Oh, man. 
Uh, the children ran from her, and the and King went after them. So they jumped out the car and, and ran. ran away. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of them was smart. It was like, look, we got to run from my mama. Yeah, I know she said she ain't her. They ain't put child. I'm yeah, no shit. I'm gonna get ass with her. That eleven year old was like the friend, and uh, what's love got to do with it? Yes. Yeah. Where well, I hit her, and she, yeah. she looked at Tina and said, "He ain't got to hit me, but once." That's it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Okay, so then the children ran. Um, uh, two men saw this and got between King and the children. At which point she took off her top Uh-oh. and asked if, if they wanted to have sex with her. Man, you sure Tequila wasn't involved? I know, right? She bared her breast to everyone in the park. There they go, the breasts. Um, man, those are some strong brothers to resist. Her. I know, right? Wow. A drunken woman with three kids in the park with no shirt on. Wow. Uh, later, as police were trying to put King in a squad car, she kicked an officer in the stomach. Because why not? You know? Wow. Fuck it. Everything else. Right? <laughs> I'm slap somebody else's child. Yeah. I'm show my titties. I'm going to go out with a bang. I'm drunk as hell. Yeah. My goal is to make cops. I think she's going to be in uh, the Hangover 3. I know, right? Um, she was transferred from a squad car to a transportation van. And she pulled down her pants and said, You're going to search me, aren't you? Man, maybe she was just horny. She was, oh, she was drunk as hell. Some good wine she was drinking. That was yeah. great wine. Chardonnay out the box. Um, I feel bad for this dude, man. He, he kind of got played. and uh, Apparently, um, actually, I might be able to play this clip. Let's see if they have an advertisement for this news clip. Yeah, I hate these ads. Man. Yeah, 23 seconds of ads. So. Yeah. Uh, so what's everybody uh how's everybody feeling right now? Feeling good, good. Right now. Good. Good. This tequila's about to kick in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna see my titties? <laughs> man, was some, that, that lady was off the hook. She man. was, man. Box of wine. I'm sure there's a lot of people that buy shit in economy size, but box of wine seems too far from me. $10,000 showed up in your checking account while well, it happened to a Laguna Beach man and what he did next landed him in jail. KCAL 9 Orange County reporter Stacey Butler is live in Laguna to explain all of this. Stacey. Sharon, it's a question that's a lot easier to answer when the money is not sitting in your bank account. And one Laguna Beach dad found that out the hard way. When the IRS erroneously deposited $110,000 into Stephen McDowell's bank account, he spent it on getting out of foreclosure. Now, now, I, for the people listening, if you can see the look on his brother's face, like he just look, he, he's got that like kind of, uh, like he's not smiling, but he's got kind of that look on his face like, man, these motherfucking white folks. <laughs> yeah, you give it to me. <laughs> I ain't doing that wrong. This is y'all era. Like, ain't this, he got that, ain't this some bullshit look on his face. <laughs> I had $110,000 yesterday. That shit wasn't even on a home his family says he owns in Maryland and paying off student loans and a car. Now, the husband and father of two is in jail for a mistake that wasn't even his. Police say a 67-year-old woman from Los Angeles apparently gave the IRS the wrong bank account number when she e-filed. Now, the Orange County District Attorney is charging McDowell with stealing the money even though he admitted when contacted by the victim that he already spent $65,000 to pay off debts. He said, look, I screwed up. I spent it on my student loan and I spent it on my home mortgage. It doesn't sound like that this man exercised criminal intent. 
anywhere along the way. Yeah, gotta be his attorney. But it's funny too because I mean, he did spend that shit on some responsible stuff. He did, man. Like I wonder if like if he got to go to jail, I wonder if part of him was like, why didn't I just buy the Porsche? I know, right? Right. Go to the strip club. Go to Vegas. Yeah, it's not like he was doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like if it, like if it would have went to if you if now if they would have found like spinning rims, I know. Right? I would okay I lock this man strip up, throw away the keys. Oh like, yeah. What are these strippers doing in here? I say you just turn his uh debts into pay a payment plan right. back to this lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, whatever's paid off, they paid She's off. She's getting a hundred and ten thousand dollars and just for one year from taxes and refunds. She must have been doing all right. Yeah, I know. Right? You want to see the man go to prison? I'll yeah. put him on a payment plan. Let him pay you. Instead of paying, uh, you know, Fannie Mae or, yeah. or whatever. Tax attorney Jerry Eunice is not trying the case, but he says the charges sound extreme. He says typically there's some identifying information from the IRS that goes to the bank so they match up the funds with the correct individual. It didn't happen in this case. McDowell's family told me he offered to return the balance and make monthly payments to the victim. They claim she wanted higher payments and declined his offer. He was arrested at his workplace yesterday. Now, McDowell is in jail and concerned about his future at work. That is a cold-hearted lady. Yeah. Like, like, what if she wanted higher payments? Okay, I, you know what I mean? But, like, one, it's only one year for you, obviously. But then, two... You do realize if you sue him, there's a really good possibility you'll never see the money. Nothing back. It's not like this dude is sitting... He was $65,000 in debt. He's not sitting on top of, you know, $110,000. Like, he's trying to work with you like, hey, look, man, I I tell you what, I was paying Fannie Mae this much. I was paying my student loans uh, this much. Uh, paying credit cards this much. Why don't we combine all that? I just give that to you every month. And she was like, no, I need more than that. I want it back in six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you have ten wow. minutes to get my money or the police on the way, sir. Wow. Rich, I'm telling you, rich people and really poor people, they are the two dumbest demographics we have in America. And and it's funny because a lot of people don't understand that, but just because you're rich don't mean that you're smart. Like, it actually affords you the ability to be ignorant. Yeah, because... Think Paris Hilton is smart? No, he's dumb as bricks. Yeah, the really, and really poor people don't have, a lot of times, don't have opportunities to go out and get education and things like that, or they just have limited life exposure. Rich people and poor people have a lot in common. This is some dumb stuff to tell somebody, yeah, uh, so don't pay me my money, but I'd rather sue you and not get any of my money right. than to get some yes. of my money back. So that so that basically shows that she didn't need that money in the first place. I hate to be like that. Like, like yeah. No, that's a good that point. Don't make, because if you really needed yeah. that money, you would be willing to work for him. You probably wouldn't want to send him to jail. Uh, you probably would have had something in writing with lawyers to say, hey, this is how much you owe me, and this and that. Yeah. Versus, uh, basically destroyed this, his life, basically. Wow. Yeah, I remember something that said, something about she had closed that account, or something weird had happened, so the money didn't go into that account. Well, that's more of it. Let's see if they talk about that. And McDowell will be arraigned tomorrow. He's being held on the full $100,000 bail. His mother-in-law told me tonight off-camera that she's worried. She said the longer he sits in jail without being able to go to work and has to fight this out in court, the harder it's going to be to pay that money back. Now, I did try to reach out to the victim through her attorney, but I wasn't able to reach her. We're live tonight in Laguna Beach. Stacey Butler, KCAL 9 News. Damn, dog. Are you 20 or 11 cheap? Oh, no, the cheap kind of stuff? Oh, I don't care about that. Um, 
But yeah, man, that's crazy that she put the wrong account number on her uh yeah. on, on her return. Yeah. And now this brother going to jail. Wow. I wonder why she didn't try to sue the IRS. In fact, yeah. in fact, uh, she yeah. probably just knew she wouldn't win. In yeah. fact, sue the bank. Yeah. Because yeah. like they said, you fucking verify that stuff. Yeah. The, the, the bank will just pass it down, but yeah, you ain't going to beat the IRS in court. No. Forget about that. Um, that's Wesley Snipes. Um, no. Dad sues girl's bully, speaking of suing people, over Facebook video. Wow. A Houston lawyer has sued three girls who made his daughter the target of a nasty video posted on Facebook according to a lawsuit filed this week in Harris County, Texas. And that's, that's, it's appropriate that this is Father's Day. Um, like, uh, last month, the Kingwood, Texas students who attended the same middle school filmed themselves offering unkind words about a classmate then uploaded the video to the social networking site the civil complaint said. Uh, the targeted child's father, Jason Medley, Provided the video to school officials, then sent a cease and desist demand to the three girls in their pants. <laughs> he was like, I ain't playing with y'all. Yeah, he was not. Just, he, her daddy don't play. Stop talking about my daughter. <laughs> the letter said he would sue the youngsters if they didn't, they didn't stop all communication with his daughter and if their families did not donate at least $5,000 each to the Center for Safe and Responsible Internet Use, an, or, or, uh, an Oregon nonprofit uh, business. Uh, receiving no response by his early June deadline. He was on it. One of Manley's colleagues filed a de defamation of character lawsuit on Tuesday against the three girls, accusing them of making defamatory and false statements that impute sexual impropriety and misconduct to his daughter. Huh. Yeah, my daddy must be a lawyer. Obviously. Now, I mean, because if you go on, I, I agree. If you go on Facebook, you say somebody has the cooties. You should have to prove that. Yeah. You should not just be able to make that type of slanderous allegation about somebody's daughter, man. Um, let's see. The complaint also alleges the video included threats to physically harm the girl and seeks a permanent injunction to prevent the three from contacting her. Uh, Manly declined to be interviewed for this story. The Chronicle is not naming any of the children involved. School officials confirmed the incident and district spokeswoman said in the email, Nancy Willer, executive director of the Center for Safe and Responsible Internet Use, thinks Manley's lawsuit is a very novel approach and had no idea that Kingwood, the Kingwood dad had suggested a donation to a nonprofit. But yeah, of course she thinks it's a... Uh, this is this is a genius. $15,000. <laughs> of course we agree. I think it's a I think it's a bad idea, but you want to put that money over there, ain't yeah. <laughs> Think of the lesson he is teaching his own daughter. You do not have to put up with someone hurting you. You can calmly and strongly say, stop, and I have your back. What do you guys think about this? You think they uh, went too far, this is uh, bad, or you guys uh, agree? What do you think? Um, I, I think the, the thing about the $5,000, I think that's a little bit too far. If he wanted them to take the thing down and apologize, these are basically some kids, it sounds like. Right. right. Doing that. Yeah. So he's basically suing the kids. Are you, are you trying to sue the parents, too? Or just the kids? Yeah, the parents and the kids. Yeah, he's just trying to get some money. But yeah. on, on the other hand, there is some bullying that goes on on the internet. I'm not on there. I mean, I've only bullied like 12 people last year, so I don't know. <laughs> I told it one bitch. I mean. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I can see both sides of it, but uh, I think it's maybe going a little bit too far, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that kind of party, you know, that's serious. What about I mean, they weren't threatening to kill her or nothing like that, were they? He said physical harm, and oh. they threatened that they probably called her a hoe or something because he oh. said sexual impropriety. 
Yeah. Check her Facebook friends. And, and, and my question is that how far back does this go and what or if his daughter contributed to any of their responses? But regardless of that, kids are stupid. You shouldn't put videos out for everybody and their mama to see. I think you have the right to sue. Um, because it's video. You can't erase it, you can't go back on what you said, everybody can see what you said. You right. shouldn't have done it. And and this also is the parents' responsibility to monitor children's Facebook pages and all that stuff. That's why they say you should be on up until the age of 13. Um, and so, to an extent, I do agree with him. I bet you it won't no more posters go up from these children on the internet. Well, I personally, I completely agree with him. Uh, because fuck those kids. You don't get to be on the, the, the internet just talking. I, I think too many people go on the internet and just talk recklessly, About and they, and especially with the uh, anonymity and just the ease right, of uploading right, stuff. Yeah. And and you should be able to sue. I would like to see uh, you know, a school like uh, Tuskegee be able to sue that dude that was saying how they need to abolish HBCUs a couple weeks ago. Like why why not? If you, hey, if you really believe that, you think you can put a case? Let's take it to trial then. Right? You, oh, I'm a hoe, right? Let's put it in trial. It's easy to say, and I think because things are so easy to do on the internet, people forget that it's, it's life, it's reality. Yes, and you're talking about somebody. And not only that, the, the devastation to the child, this stuff is full of school, the embarrassment. Yeah. I hope this it. spreads. I hope this spreads to like, my son got beat up at school, and I'm about to sue that dude. You know, I remember Rodney uh, uh, had a dude uh, slice his eyelid yeah. with a razor. Yes, yeah, in, a, in a fight at, at, uh, at school, and, and the, the kid was picking on Rodney. Actually, and actually, wasn't in school. He had gotten off the bus and was on his way home and got right up in front of my house in that area. He got followed him over there with a crowd of other kids and then cut it. Yes. So yeah, I would love to be. A, and then like they could, they couldn't really do anything in court with the dude. Like. I would love to be able to sue that dude. Yeah. Fuck him. But and his parents too. He's raising a little bad bastard. Yeah. Like I, that's not. I mean, like as, for people that are like, but they're just kids. Think about this. What did your kids do? What did you do as a kid? Did you ever, uh, you know, happen to cut somebody's tear up? Oh, oh, really? No. What a coincidence. <laughs> like no, these bad little parents. And if nothing else, it teaches the parents you need to be responsible for your kids. Right. Don't have them on the internet doing a bunch of dumb shit. You don't have any idea what they're doing. Then on top of that, that goes back to the bullying thing. I think a lot of people underestimate bullying, and they don't really, especially if you were never bullied, you don't really realize the importance of it and how it affects a child. Yeah. And you're not the parent with the kid coming home to you, torn to pieces and devastated because somebody won't leave them to help. And them. everybody was bullied. Like uh, the only people that weren't bullied are probably bullies, and they probably got bad stuff going on at home that yeah. That's right. Would, would relate to them yeah. going out and doing this stuff in real life. But but you still everybody for your actions. You can't just do right. this shit and then just expect no consequences to your actions. Right. Everyone should be able to identify with people that have been bullied. Because you had it happen at least once if you're a normal human being. So you should be like, yeah, man, that's fucked up. In this. There's no, nothing good comes from bullying. Um, Alright, so uh, another at Fort Walton Beach, 40-year-old man was arrested May 29th and charged with battery, uh, with battering his wife. The man came home to his house in Raleighport Lane uh, about midnight, according to an arrest report from the Okaloosa County uh, Sheriff's Office. His wife was asleep in their bed. The man allegedly woke her up and demanded sex. According to the report, she declined. 
Well, that's her fault, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime a man wakes you from the middle of sleep and says, I demand sex. Plus he father. Yeah, get tequila. Yeah, know. he's on that tequila. He's, he's like, good. I'd like to put in a request for sex mail. She's like, sex denied. Yes, you're drunk. <laughs> well, then I demand the sex. Uh, he allegedly began hitting her with pillows. So, so she Four told play. she told deputy. She left the room and went to sleep on the couch. Uh, he followed her and began throwing shoes at her from across the room. Six place. I want some booty now, woman. I know, right? The woman called her daughter to come out and sit with her on the couch. Oh. But the man continued to throw shoes at her. Damn. Hey, so now the daughter's up. Now, you know you ain't getting no sex now, man. Give it up. He then kicked her in the right hip while her daughter sat next to her, according to the report. This is not the first time abuse is like, he's been whooping her tail for a very long time. I don't, you know what's funny though, like, witness. hitting somebody with a pillow does not seem like the most abusive thing to, in the world to start off with. Like, he started with hitting her with a pillow. So it sounds like it escalated. Like, it, like he just got more and more frustrated when he knew he wasn't getting no sex. Unless it's one of them big couch pillows with a shoe in it. Yeah. And this is exactly why I said Anthony Weiner should not resign. Because of yeah. stuff like this. Yeah. He's a horny man. Yeah. And it's obvious that resigning is not going to solve his horny. His wife is 10 weeks pregnant. Mm. Now he's going home, hitting her with pillows and shit. Like, just let the man work at least. Um, always, every week, we have a story about this. Yes, we do. Sword ratchetness. Uh, apparently, this food... Uh, a, Louis, a Louisville man was arrested after he chased several people around waving a katana-type sword on Barston Road. Wow. It's getting, it's becoming an epidemic. It really is. Sword, <laughs> sword chasing. Sword, just swords. swords. Stupid. Uh, Josh Stone, a, a, a pop singer yeah. in like English, he yeah. got, almost got abducted by some dudes yeah. with a sword. Oh like every day, there's just, there's more and more, and it's not being covered by anybody but us. And the black guy who tells more people need to be aware of what's going on with swords. Swords are making a comeback. Maybe so, yeah. None of these, none of the sword stories are good. It's never like a man was almost raped and then he got a sword. It's always, it's always just some like a random drunk dude decided to kill people. Yes, and it's normally after midnight. Yeah. According to a arrest report, witnesses say 21-year-old Iron McShirtcliffe. Broke into an apartment on Barton Road near Baxter Avenue and stole the sword from people inside. Oh. He, be, he then began chasing. Was it like the sword in the stone? Why did he need to steal this sword? <laughs> he didn't have his own? I don't yeah. have no sword. I don't have a knife. Let me see if these people got a sword. <laughs> yeah, like he broke in and stole the sword. So now even sword owners can't even keep their own sword Man. safe. Wow, that's not good. Because we have laws about locking up guns. Yes. We have all sorts of special like uh, uh, like cases and stuff to oh, hold yeah. your gun to keep kids from getting it. Safety. Safe, yeah. There's no sword safety laws on the books. Mm. You can just keep a sword out on display in your living room. That's a good point. Some crazy man gets it, breaks in, up above the fireplace. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, I'll put my sword on the mantle. That is a dumb place. Is it a weapon or not, sir? <laughs> Apparently, these things can kill people. Yes, you they any, can. You got any weapons in the house? No, I just have this big ass sword on here, brother. <laughs> my katana. Wait for somebody to break in. Just around the house. Um, witness. That's why an official weapon is a tank. Yes. You know? Um, even even putting you down. 
He then began chasing them around with it. Witnesses stated the subject was swinging the sword at them and they were in fear of their lives. When police arrived, Shercliffe allegedly threw the sword down and started running through a housing area. Amazing those damn guns and the sword. It's amazing how that, that balance comes in. Yeah. Like, okay, this ain't gonna work. I better run. Yeah. Yeah, we've had people get cased with swords, yeah. uh, shot with swords. swords. It's not even an efficient weapon. It's, it only attracts crazy people. Oh, yeah. Same people don't like swords, man. No, it's I not, do not. It's not efficient enough to do the damage you want to do. And that you got to be strong. Is that his picture over there? Yeah, yes. that's him. Feel like he's still, he still hadn't quite come down whatever he was on. <laughs> <laughs> he's too happy. He didn't realize he in trouble, does he? Look at him. He's smiling this shit like, hey, buddy. Oh, I forgot to put these links in the, what you in the chat. For, man? Bad, shit, man. I had a sword incident. It's cool. Uh, but yeah, man, so he was charged with uh, wanton, endangerment, menacing, fleeing, and evading, and burglary. Oh, wow. How you gonna get charged with stealing the weapon that you use to do everything else with? Oh, wow. Um, I got uh, one last story. Um, oh, Lord. Pennsylvania man fined for using monkey as household helper without a permit. Oh. Oh. He, not just as a pet. No. He had homeboy washing dishes. <laughs> a suburban grass. <laughs> Pretty yeah. tall enough. And he was playing monkey grass that day. Could you imagine? Ain't this a bitch? I'm playing grass named after me. He was watching, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, he watched too many episodes of Tarzan. You know he did. You know he did. And you know, the audacity, the audacity of Tarzan. To name a monkey cheetah. I know, right? Like the iron, the irony right there. Just I'm gonna name and, this, name you another animal. And, and how you think they found out? Do you do you think the, the monkey went was like, hey, he paying me in bananas? I realize there's money out there. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me in money. A suburban Pittsburgh man has been fired for illegally possessing the monkey. He says acted as a helper for him and his cancer-stricken wife. I love how they throw the cancer in there oh, to make yeah, you feel. Yeah. Oh, but it's always yeah, cancer. Yeah, no business with this monkey. It's a little children. Yeah. Meanwhile, I remember this monkey ripped off a woman's face not too long ago. Yes. Like, yeah. like they just they gave her like some type of weird face uh, surgery, and it, it a, still looks terrible. That's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's that mistress. <laughs> <laughs> she still got the monkey face. <laughs> yes. Uh, Samuel Gavanucci says he got the small monkey named Kira about 10 years ago as he was recovering from an accident. He says the creature became more important than when his wife was diagnosed with leukemia. Six. But the pistol man... Yeah. <laughs> He's throwing pillows in the monkey's face. I know, right? I know. Um, shoes. shoes. That's, uh, I swear I had one more story. I don't know what happened to it. But um, anyway. Alright, so um, the... Uh, the Pennsylvania Game Commission seized a monkey during a raid in April on Wednesday. Governucci was found guilty of possession of a monkey without a permit. He believe that's on the books. Like, like uh, this happened enough where they actually were like, we have to pass a law about people having these monkeys uh, on the uh, without a permit. Like, that's how bad things got. Like, uh, like we need to actually figure out what's gonna happen sooner or later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The epidemic of monkeys and, know, and no right? permits is going around. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got... Uh, anyway, but um, so um, the game commission says it rarely grants permits for monkeys because they can carry diseases potentially fatal to humans. Oh, why would you want something like that in your house? Yeah, you get monkey pox. Yeah, right. Monkey AIDS. <laughs> monkey AIDS. I think AIDS did come from a monkey according to uh, the Wikipedia. Uh, Amanda Gavanucci says she has hearing problems and Kira would alert her when someone was at the door. 
Wait, what is leukemia give you hearing problems though? That's not in your ears, is it? No, she already had hearing problems. Yeah, she don't have ear cancer. But uh, all right. So she she basically said, um, you know, you can't be having no money and shit. Do you watch too many episodes of Johnny Quest or whatever? Mm-mm, These animals ain't smart. I watch too much of the man in the yellow hat. I know. Right? Okay, so yeah, this is true. actually the last thing. Uh, <laughs> He watched Curious George. Yeah, everybody ain't like Curious George. I still think it should have been called Curious Man in the Yellow Hat. I know, right? <laughs> what are you doing? Exactly. Right. That's my whole thing, man. I cannot. I watch and that loves show. that cartoon. I read the book. I'm like, man, this guy has got to be. That's the most bizarre. It's a wrong message to send the children. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to bring a monkey in there. Yeah, like he the looks like a, a banana. The monkey, yeah. the monkey drove a uh, subway train the other day. That was <laughs> the, lady, the lady opens the door and the monkey's out there. She's like... Come on in! Like, ah, I'm mocking! You know, she's like, come on in, you wanna drive? Pull the horn! Beep, beep! My okay, theory is that the, uh, the, the the man in the yellow hat is a pimp. And he's pimping Curious George. He got pimp clothes, he got the yellow hat, the yellow suits. Yeah. You know, who else wears suits that's always the same color all the time? That's true, man. Uh-uh. You know, he, he, he got a pimp name, the man in the yellow hat. He don't even go by his real name. He has no job. No he job. Go to work. I, I think he got go to work. I think he got Curious George out there. I think it's by Curious George. He got him out there doing, hand, <laughs> doing hand jobs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just pay the monkey. You get a monkey to cash. No, he can't tell it. <laughs> well, speaking of monkeys, man, this dude Neil Gort said some racist stuff now. People that don't know, uh, Neil Bors is a, a radio, a, a talk show radio host for AM Conservative Radio. Okay. He's out of Atlanta, and um, this clip actually has the people breaking down why it's racist and stuff. I don't think you need all that, but whatever. Um, but I, I, I thought this was more funny than I was offended, which so I'll go ahead and play it. This episode of you by Squarespace. Okay, cool. Neil Bortz is a loathsome talk show host in Atlanta. Uh, he's been spewing bigotry uh, and hate for decades. Uh, the conservatives uh, down there, of course, like him for that. Uh, he says what they're thinking but can't say out loud. Uh, this time around, he has gone way overboard. We've covered him before, and he said outrageous and ridiculous things, and, you know, the incredible insults he had against the Hurricane Katrina victims, etc. But get a load of this. Let's listen. This city harbors an urban culture of violence. And I want you to look around. You drive into the city. The railroad overpasses on the downtown connector, covered with graffiti. And that... That is just an advertisement to everybody coming into this town that we really don't give a damn. Now that is a white man problem also. Where you just be like, the graffiti is terrible around here. Now I'm not saying I like graffiti, and it normally is a sign of gangs, but the the fact, wait till you hear what his solution to cleaning up the graffiti is. About those who would screw up our quality of life around here. Welcome to Atlanta. Here's some of our finest graffiti from some of our finest urban thugs and their little gang signs. And we got too damn many urban thugs. Yo. Ruining the call. <laughs> Did he just say yo? <laughs> Did he wow. to, like he is trying to make sure there are no mistakes what he's talking about. Uh He's like straight up being like, listen, I want the racism this to be to the fullest extent. 
I don't want anybody to think that I'm talking about any other people that would be I black know, people. Right? Yo. <laughs> that was the most uncoolest yo like, ever. What, what, he should have just said, what up? Yeah. <laughs> what it is? What's up? I know, right? It's like, you got these urban thugs walking around talking this jive. <laughs> these jive turkeys. Like, he's, like, and Neil Boyce hadn't said slang since the 60s. I know, right? He said, they're going around saying, yo, that's what they say, right? Is that why they do it? Yo? Yeah. Quality of life for everybody, and I'll tell you what it's going to take. You people, you are, you, you need people. to have a gun, you need to have training, you need to know how to use that gun, you need to... Now, now, if you know something about radio... You hear they're playing the music now? They're playing the music to go to break now. Now, what that could either mean is, one, it's time to go to break, and he's building to the crescendo of his point, which happens sometimes. Or, what I think happened is, the producers are like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, we got to go get to commercial, go to commercial. Yes. Play the music over him. Yeah. They're probably in the back, in the back of the way. Right, right. Cut, cut. Yes, they like, did the same thing to Dr. Lauren when she was telling that woman how it's okay to say nigger. Well, nigger, I see comedians saying nigger, and like by the third nigger, the producer was like, "Can we just play something? Let's just get it off of here." Do 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 do. You know, God bless America. Like they need to wrap it up box for these conservative radio hosts. All right, let's see the rest. Get a permit to carry that gun, and you do in fact need to carry that gun, and we need to see some dead thugs littering the landscape in Atlanta. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> you put some graffiti up. I'm going to get shot in Atlanta. <laughs> like, even if it's not... Even even if he wasn't talking about black people, which come on, I, yeah. urban thugs, yo, black and slash Latinos, yeah, you all the same family to them. Yeah, he's obviously talking about black people. But even if he wasn't, you can't be advocating just killing these people <laughs> on the streets. Yeah, what kind of old west law is he about? And he started out with the graffiti. You know? Yeah, it's all about. The, I'm sick and tired of reading. The, and this spray paint, we yeah. can't take that. If I see another red W, I don't know what I to know, do. Right? I watched Breaking to Electric Boogaloo <laughs> the other day, and these urban thugs out here dancing on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. They're cleaning their rooms. They're walking on the ceiling. <laughs> they're popping and they're locking. I can't take this no more. They have to go and get your guns. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're dropping, dropping it a lot. Yeah, they're <laughs> dropping it like it's hot. Yeah. It's time to get them up out of here. Yeah. Open fire. Get some training. Yeah. Get some training. <laughs> get some training. <laughs> but I don't want you to miss the niggers. Yeah, I mean, right. the urban you, yes. yo. Make sure you hit your targets. What a thug. <laughs> Ten points. The guy that tries to carjack you shot dead right where he stands. We need more dead thugs in this city. And then, then let their let their mamas let their mamas say he was a good boy. He just fell in with a good crowd, and then lock her ass up. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> well, we got to stop oh, internet bullying, my man. Goodness. And then we can either stop internet bullying through lawsuits, or we can all go get guns and take it to these urban thugs, yo. Right, man, yo. Like uh, the thing that the other thing that's funny it's too, uh, and I'm not playing the rest of this, but the guy breaks it down how crime has actually decreased by a third in the last two years in Atlanta, and carjacking's also by a third. 
So, like, it's not like he's talking from this area of, like, look, crime is out of damn yeah. control. Yeah. What, what are we going to do? Like, no, this dude saw graffiti on his way to work this morning. And you to a whole nother level. Yeah. Man. He's like, man, the, the politics is just kind of in the dumps right now. There's no sports on. What am I going to talk about at work on my on the radio? I know. Shoot niggas. We can always wow. talk about shooting niggas. We, we use a slang. We use a substitute. Wow. We call them thugs. Right. You know what we really mean. Right. Quote, quote. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. I'll figure a way out where we can say it. I know. I'm going to say urban thugs, yo. No one will, no one will understand what I'm talking about. Well, I know he stressed his producer the hell out. They was like, if y'all don't turn up that music. <laughs> yeah. But all right, man. Well, this has been another episode of the Black Eyed Tips, uh, second annual Father's Day uh, episode. My dad in the house. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, thanks to you guys who uh, listen live. Of course, this was brought to you by uh, Shadow Dog Productions, the audio play Bad News. Um, you know how to get in contact with us. You can follow us on Twitter on Rodman's Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. You can email the show, theblackguytips at gmail.com. And you can call the show, 704 704- Five five seven zero one eight six. Leave us a voicemail. We respond to those on Saturdays. Um, Thursday's guest is gonna be uh, Jaquetta from Hey You Know It, which mm-hmm. is a podcast that we listen to, um, and we may have one other guest, but she's confirmed so far. So uh, no live show Thursday, just a straight up regular show. But um, you know, we'll be live on Saturday again. But uh, once again, thanks to everybody that donates. Thanks to all the people who. Uh, Listen and spread the word. We see the show is growing uh, tremendously, and we yeah. really appreciate it. Shout out to the chat room. Yep. And uh, thanks, Dad, for being here. We appreciate Thank it. You. My pleasure. I appreciate the invitation. And uh, I'll be here and, next year. Yep. Yep. And as always, I love you. You too, baby. Love you too. Hey, stop that. Give it to me, 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 give it to me